definitely before I actually introduce this young man that's uh, that, that's getting ready to bless us right now. Let, let, let me tell the let me tell the world a little bit about my man, Mr. Reginald T. Dorsey. This man, if, if people go back and not just the archives and his his appearances, I mean, going way back to you know the 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 early to mid seventies as far as being on the book of numbers and good times. I mean, you know, I, I'm gonna roll off a whole bunch of shows that this man has been a part of and he's had a footnote in and um you know as far as watching his career and you know his acting skills and things like that i gotta i gotta tell y'all people i'm I more than privileged and blessed to be able to welcome my man mr reginald t dorsey onto the new truth radio mr dorsey how you doing yes, sir? sir how's Can everything you hear me, sir loud yeah. clear Loud and clear. All right, all right, Brandon. It's a pleasure to be on your show, man. Man, you know what? It it is a pleasure. It seemed like it's been a long time coming, and and it's just like I, I mentioned, man. To to kind of start it off, man. I I'm, I've been a fan of your your work for a long time. Like I said, you know, you, you bring you you, you kind of help bring back a lot of nostalgic memories. Thinking about you know your your acting skills, not just on Good Times, Hill Street Blues. You know, people probably forgot Auto Man, but that was classic. You know, Cagney and Lacey, <laughs> different strokes. I mean, Magna P.I., 21 Jump Street, come on, man. One by one, I can name off so many. And Knight Rider, got to remember that, 18. I, I just got to let the people know, like, you, you've had, you've had a, an opportunity to, to be on so many different classic um, shows throughout your career and movies, being on South Central, which to me was – a uh, uh, you know, not just a hood classic, but just, you know, one of those shows where it just had a powerful message. I mean, how, how do you feel when I roll off certain names of certain shows that you were a part of? What what, what does that make you feel when, when I kind of, you know, think about certain things like that that you were a part of? Oh, man, you know, it's, uh, it's just a pleasure to still be here, you know, to still be in the game, to still be productive, and uh, to hopefully, you know, provide great entertainment for my audience. Uh, so how's so how's uh how's just you know acting life compared to you know when you first started? But you know I, I'm you know fans of fan because you know my station here we're all fans of good times. So you know we definitely remember mm -hmm. your your episode with the you know you you played one of the warlords Earl. Um, you know I I want to I want to start there and then just you know fast forward to you know what's going on here and now. But when you look back at that and people kind of you know, talk about different sitcoms and what kind of impact that they have had. What 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 does it feel like being on an actual show like that that still to this day means so much to a lot of us? Oh, man, it, it, it's an honor, you know, especially to uh, have come up in a time when, you know, there really wasn't a lot of work for African-American actors, mm -hmm. but the fact that, you know, we were able to grind and sort of kick the doors open a little bit and to just still be here, you know, uh, as I said earlier, you know, it's an honor and a pleasure. Um, you know, those of us who were coming up in the 70s, you know, and, and really trying to do great work, um, you know, we, we were just trying to, you know, make things happen, man, so that we could have a future in this game. And uh, to still be here, you know, to, to, to still have the friends that I had from way back then, you know, uh, again, it's just a pleasure, and, uh, and you know, I give thanks to God, you know, that I've, I've been able to make that journey, and hopefully for the future, you know, do some, some better work and, 
you know, work with a, a lot more diverse uh, array of talent and things of that nature. So, you know, I'm optimistic about the game and, uh, you know, just, again, happy to still be here. Bless. When, when, when you talk about the 70s and, and how it meant for a lot of African Americans to be able to see, you know, a lot of what I what I always feel like, you know, a lot of us just kind of being on the on on the television screen and being proud of the fact that, you know, uh, a lot of barriers were broken and have been mm -hmm. broken throughout the years. Um, when you look back at certain, um, you know, aspects of it now, do you feel, you know, fast forwarding it all to the future compared to going back to the past? Do you feel like a lot of, you know, a lot of people kind of take certain things for granted when it came to that like you you kind of helped break the mold so to speak and help usher in like you know so it's, it's okay for you know good actors to be african-american and, right. and now when you fast forward do you feel a lot of people kind of take it for granted or you know it's kind of plateaued to the point where people do remember where they came from so to speak uh in all honesty uh no no i i, I feel like you know that uh far too many have forgotten you know, okay. far too many have forgotten about, you know, the struggles that uh, those of us who, as you put it, you know, um, were in the game to break down doors. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot, needs, a, a, a lot of humility needs to be paid to that in terms of not only from a historical perspective, but just from a respectful perspective. Um, you know, those were hard times, and um, right. we were really trying to make a difference. You know, and so all the privileges that, that we've been afforded today, you know, they didn't just happen by chance. A lot of people mm -hmm. sacrificed, a lot of people paid, a lot of dues, and, you know, some of us still are paying dues. Absolutely. You know? I mean, you know, there may be a few more of us working today, but the game hasn't changed a lot, you know. Right. Um, we've gotten more exposure. Um, you know, the money situation has gotten better, but... You know, there, there needs to be more perspective in terms of passing it down and, and, you know, again, acknowledging, you know, those who paved the way and really supporting, you know, their careers uh, mm -hmm. to date, you know, and making sure that, that they're still, you know, viable and, and are having opportunities to work in this business because right. that's really what it's all about. You know, it's all about being able to share the love and to... Uh, you know, to grow and learn from, you know, those veterans and, and those who, you know, actually paid their dues and, and, and paved the way for this new generation. I kind of come from that, uh, that mold. I'm, I'm pretty sure you do, too, Mr. Dorsey, Gav. I know you do, too. You know, the old saying goes, each one, teach one. Um, you know, and, and, and it used to be like that with sitcoms, too. Remember back in the day, like, it seemed like one sitcom helped out another sitcom, and that kind of grew into you know, not just familiar faces being on the screen, but also just that camaraderie that was felt throughout, um, you know, the acting business as far as, um, you know, showcasing talent. Um, we kind of went away from that. I don't know when it happened and, and why it got to the way it did, but it just seemed like that formula still would work in, in this day and age, right? Yeah, um, you know, as I've often said, stars are not born in Hollywood. They're made. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. and so just from a, a a a business perspective, you know, one of the main things that a lot of new newer talent and and you know newer creative individuals get caught up into 
is that money is the bottom line, you know, right. and that's the biggest smoke screen in Hollywood. What I've often said is, he who controls the image controls the power, mm. okay? So you mm. have to be aware of what's being made here in Hollywood and sent around the world, okay? Right. You know, so there are certain individuals, and, you know, I love rap as much as anybody else, but when you put a rapper in a film who hasn't paid dues or who hasn't studied the craft of acting, you do a disservice to everybody who, you know, has uh, has not only paid dues but are deserving of an opportunity, right. and an opportunity to become, you know, a working actor, and and hopefully if everything you know pans out, maybe even a star, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Right. But you know, a lot of these cats from the rap game, and it's not their fault necessarily. Again, you know, it goes back to the industry and the image that they want to project worldwide of a particular culture, you know, and quite often that being the African-American culture. Um, you know, we get a lot of stereotypes. We get a lot of negative images, you know, and for those of us who have actually, you know, studied the craft and who have a little bit of wisdom behind us, you know, we can see game. We recognize game when it's coming our way, you know. Right. And that's why you'll never see me, you know, put on a dress in a film. You know, there's certain standards <laughs> that I've put in <laughs> that I put out there for myself, you know. And right. and the bottom line is is that, you know, I'm not knocking what somebody else does, but if you have a historical perspective of certain images that have, mm -hmm. have been put out there, you know, in mm -hmm. terms of the African American culture, then you have a tendency to, you know, maybe want to shy away, you know, from right. putting on a dress. Or from, you know, playing a negative stereotype that has no redeeming qualities, you know. I'm an actor. I'll play anything as long as there's a redeeming quality or message within a film. Right. You understand what I'm saying? You know, there's got to be something um, that, that will inspire people at the end of the story. You know, you mentioned South Central as example, for an example. Mm-hmm. You know, that film, it dealt with gang-banging. It, de it dealt with thug life. But the bottom line... You know, Glenn Plummer's character in that film, he changed. He came, you right. know, he, 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 he had a 360-degree perspective, you know, once he got out of the pen, and he went to go save his son, mm -hmm. you know. That, for me, was the deciding factor to play, you know, the lead gang member uh, of the deuces inside the pen, you know. That alone made the difference for me. I said, okay, I could get with this because I can understand the perspective and the message of the film. Right. You know, and a lot of these cats, you know, that are coming from, you know, the rap game or, you know, from, uh, um, you, you know, the, the singer side of the business or the music side of the business, they don't really understand that perspective. And they don't understand how powerful that image is. You know, studios throw them a script, and the next thing you know, you know, they're just happy to be in a project, but they're not really looking at the damage that it may cause later on, you know. That's right. And for it's, me, that's all—that's always an important perspective that I'm mindful of. You know, I want films that, that I'm a part of to not only inspire the African-American community, but inspire the world that we live in, you know, because uh, a lot of people need hope right now. A lot of people need positive reinforcement, and we yep. just don't get a lot of that today. And, and it's funny that you mention that, and Reginald T. Dorsey is our guest on the New Truth Radio. Um, 
I, it's kind of like how you mentioned the rap game. You kind of mentioned it in a, in a sense where it's just like, you know, I got a problem with it right now, too, man. I'm like, you know, it's commercialized. It's not as authentic and creative as it used to be at one point in time. And it's just, and, and, and certain things on, a, on an acting level, not just what you see on television, but, you know, uh, across the board, like, you know, even that is not authentic. You know, creativity kind of seems to be gone nowadays, especially in television, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, it's about respecting the craft first and foremost, you know. And, uh, you know, in, in terms of authenticity, um, you know, where, where are the opportunities for those rappers that are out there that are doing positive stuff, mm -hmm. you know, that are doing work that inspires a culture? You know what I'm saying? Yep. You know, uh, I'm sure you heard about the situation that went down last week with, you know, uh, the rapper uh, Tyler, the Creator, and the whole Mountain yeah. Dew commercial. Uh, then, I heard about know, that, yep. Right, right. And then, you know, Lil Wayne coming out with this rap song, you know, that degrades the, the, the memory of Emmett Till. You know, mm -hmm. those things have to be addressed, you know, and and have to be dealt with in a way that not only, you know, educates those who are making those mistakes, but also passing down the knowledge to the audience that really needs to know the truth, you know, about what those things not only meant to us as a culture, but mm -hmm. meant to, you know, America as a culture, you know. I mean, because, you know, everybody wasn't with what was going on, you know, with racism and what have you, you know, back in the 50s. You know, there were great people from all different cultures, you know, that were part of that movement to change the game, you know, and Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, you know, Muhammad Ali, people like that, they were on the forefront of it. And, uh, you know, and they sacrificed a lot, you know. And then, you know, 40, 50 years later, we're not even paying the respect to that, that it deserves. We're not even paying the respect to, you know, what this man, Emmett Till, at 15 years old, died for. Come yep. on now. You yep. know, and again, that's why I said, you know, this business sometimes promotes the images that they know are going to degrade us universally around the world. Mm -hmm. And again, not only as an activist, but as an actor, I'm aware of those things. I'm aware of our culture and our history. And it's important that whenever I take a role or whenever I develop a film that I'm mindful of those things to change a lot of the, the damage that's been caused to the African-American culture. Um, right. You know, not only here in America, but again, in terms of images around the world. Man, and I completely agree. And, and that's game right here because to me, I always feel like, and especially it's important for the younger generation of actors and actresses to be able to get that kind of game from you because you've done it. Like I said, I've, just, I've scraped the surface off just some of the things that you are a part of as far as, you know, television roles and movies and stuff like mm -hmm. that or whatever. So you, you have you have a broader perspective on the game itself. And these young kids nowadays, what would you say to them when they're looking or searching for roles and they're kind of deciding on whether to take it or not based on um, the, the the creative role, the role that they're given? Like what what would you say to these young young people out there that's really trying to you know, refine and define their craft and build a legacy? First and foremost, study the craft. You know, study filmmaking, study acting. You know, look to the greats who inspire you. And I'm talking about, you know, 
the Denzel Washingtons of the world, you know, the, the Al Pacinos, the Robert De Niro's, the Marlon Brando's, the Sidney Portiers, and, you know, a person who was a great hero of mine that I never had the opportunity to meet, but as a young actor coming up, I researched this man's history, you know, and what he went through to make a way for me to be in this game, and that's James Edwards. Mm. And, uh, okay. you know, J James Edwards was before Sidney Portier. Right. You know, he was, he was one of the ones who opened the door for him. So if you have that kind of perspective and appreciation for the craft, then, you know, you won't make too many mistakes along the way because you'll be aware of what's coming at you and how to deal with it. But when you, when you, when you work from right now and you have no historical perspective, then you're lost because you'll never see the game when it's coming at you. You'll wow. never see it. Wow. Good game right there, man. Reginald T. Dorsey is our guest on The New Truth. And a couple of quick questions before we let you go. When, when you look back at your career and some of the stuff that you did, I, I've always wanted to ask you this, man. Like, what, what were some of your favorite roles to, to play? Let's go television first and movie second. Hmm. Well, of course, I have to, I, I, I have to say, um, in terms of TV, um, the role that, that, that kind of really opened me up to a broader audience was the character that I played on 21 Jump Street. Okay, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, All right. You know, yeah, you know, I did the pilot of 21 Jump Street with Johnny Depp. Actually, I had been hired before Johnny Depp mm -hmm. in 21 Jump Street. So to do a two-hour pilot and to work with him and, uh, you know, to just really see his potential, uh, you know, come to, to fruition, uh, that was very special, you know, and we had great chemistry, you know. Even, even though I was playing, you know, the bad guy, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we still mixed it up after hours. And uh, to just be able to do the work that I did, or shall I say even have the opportunity to do it, uh, they really gave me a lot of latitude, uh, the director and the producers of the show. And, yeah, you uh, played uh, Ty Tyrell, right? Tyrell, was yeah. that the name? Waxer. There you go. There you go, Waxer. <laughs> you know that brings back, man, you know what? <laughs> I think I think I want to say it wasn't too, too long, and I, I, I could have either swore I seen it, like, on a commercial somewhere. I'm not sure if it was on Centric. Or, you know, I've seen, like, that episode. Because, you know, they, they, sometimes they'll run, like, a you know, some classic 21 right. Jump Streets or whatever, Knight Rider. I remember seeing that not too long ago. And I, and I was like, whoa, it's about, man, Reginald, man, Mr. Dorsey in there getting it in. Like, I remember, I remember the role, man. I just, I just got to say, man, this dude, this dude is good. He is good. Thank you, man. Thank you so much. You know, and again, you know, it was just about having the opportunity and the latitude to bring what I could bring to that particular character. And, uh, you know, they kind of just blew the hinges off for me and just let me go, you mm -hmm. know. And that was the first time in any role that I'd ever had that opportunity, you know, where the director was coming to me and actually asking me, you know, my thoughts on, you know, which way I thought this character should go. And, right. and just having that type of camaraderie, you know, made the process just a lot easier to, to deal with. And, you know, as a result of it, you know, we got great response from the audience. And um, to the extent that I wasn't even a series regular on the show, but they kept bringing my character back, mm -hmm. you know. 
mm-hmm. um, just because of the love that we were getting from the audience. And, uh, you know, like I said, it was the two-hour pilot. The film, excuse me, the TV show actually opened in Europe as a film. You know, that's what they thought about it over there. Wow. And, uh, you know, that was just like, you know, major kudos for us. And, uh, wow. you know, next thing you know, Johnny Depp is doing his thing, you know, <laughs> all over the world. That's right. Yeah. Wow. What, what, what about the movie side of it? One, one, one of your favorites, um, you know, as far as what you've done um, in your career um, so far? There's a few. You know, I have to say the very first film that I ever acted in when I was 13 years old, a film called Book of Numbers, okay. um, because I had a chance to do something that I'd always wanted to do. And, you know, growing up in Texas, then moving to California, then going back to Texas, you just don't see yourself having that type of opportunity. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I've often said that when something is, is, is a divine destiny for you, nothing can stop it. Nothing right. can stop it. And so here I am in Texas, you know, at 13 years old, and uh, I go into the shopping mall with my mother one day because she had heard about some 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 movie that was shooting there where they were hiring extras and the producer and director of the film saw me start taking pictures of me and the next thing you know I had a lead role in the film mm. you know with no training behind me at the time wow and I was smart enough to go to class after that you know what I'm saying I knew that if I wanted to to have a career in this that I needed to respect it and I needed to get in class and learn the craft and that's mm-hmm. what I did. You know, you can have all the natural ability that, that, that one can possibly have, but you still have to, you know, really, like I said, learn the nuances and, and the craft of the business. You that's know? right. And not only that, and the business side of the business. That's right. You know, but Book of Numbers, uh, I have to say, you know, is definitely a jewel in that crown. And, uh, of course, South Central. And uh, my latest film, Kings of the Evening, that uh, I star in with, Tyson Beckford, Glenn Terman, Lenata Washington, and Lynn Whitfield. It's a film that I produced, and uh, it's now out on DVD. And people can actually go to the website, kingsoftheevening.com, right, to be able to um, check everything out, and it's available on DVD, like this this acting icon just kind of put out there for you people, so you can go check it out, and... um, it's it's very very good, very powerful, very strong. Like you know, and and I know you've done a lot of directing, producing, and things like mm-hmm. that too. Like you know, and and I've seen somewhere that you know even stunts. Like you do your own stunts too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I've done quite a few of my own stunts. You know, the the, the other part of my life is that of a cowboy. You know, I have two horses that I raise. All right. And, uh, you know, I've rodeoed my whole life, and uh, you know, growing up in Texas. It was natural for me, you know, to only have that in my, in, in my repertoire, you know, with my grandfather being a cowboy and what have you. So, uh, you know, it was just something that, that I continued as I, as I continued to grow. And, you know, although I'm here in Hollywood, you know, and making movies and what have you, that's what I do to get away from the business. You know, Robert Duvall said something years ago uh, when it comes to, to, you know, having a career as an actor and whatnot. You have to have hobbies, too. Hobbies, mm-hmm. hobbies, and more hobbies. Because mm-hmm. the more things you do outside of the acting career, the better actor you'll become. 
because you've taken on different experiences. You've taken on different things and different, uh, different cultures, uh, right. different ways of life. You've met interesting people along the way. All those things are part of what makes great actors. Mm. What, what's in store for you now in 2013? What, 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 are some of the, what, what, what is your battle plan going into you know, the, the, the summer, the rest of this year, and then 2014? Uh, you couldn't have put it any better than than, than you just uh, stated it. Battle plan. <laughs> <laughs> Got that right, man. This, even after all this time in the game, you know it's it's still a battle every day. You yeah, know, I and especially it. and especially for an individual like me, you know, and 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 I don't say that you know um, with anything other than love. Um, you know, I love what I do not only as an actor, as a filmmaker, you know, I'm very passionate about it. Um, you know, I, I respect the fact that here you are, you know, a young man, you know, who has seen my work along the way and, and who, who it has touched, you know, that really touches my heart because that's the kind of work that I always wanted to be a part of, you know, that's work right. that really touched people and, you know, just gave them a little bit of inspiration here and there, you know, or maybe just, you know, an insight to maybe something that they wanted to try, you know, that might have been challenging, but to go for it regardless. And so for me, um, you know, the next move that I'm making, uh, I have some projects that are in development right now that I'm working to bring to the big screen. Um, first and foremost, you know, I've got a Western, a contemporary Western that I'm working on. And, um, you know, just, hey, looking for money to, uh, to get it made and put it out there, you know. There you go. And, and, and the Texas... Being a Texas man, Reginald, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't expect you to do no less than to try to knock out a western. Of course, I got being you. a Texas I got guy, you. <laughs> you know, and, and, right? And 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 you know, to knock one out that that's not watered down, you know, by Hollywood. I'm talking mm -hmm. about you know something that you could see and go, okay, that's real, right? You know, um, I've had a chance to do westerns in the past. I did the Cherokee Kid with Sinbad. Mm -hmm. um, Ernie Hudson, A. Martinez, James Coburn, um, just a, uh, Gregory Hines, a number of great actors. You know, that was a great gig to work on. And I did Return to Lonesome Dove with Louis Gossett Jr. and John Voight, uh, two Academy Award winning actors. Classic. You know, so, yeah, so that's in my blood, you know. Um, I mean, if I could make westerns all day, that's what I'd do, to be quite <laughs> honest with you. You know. Straight up, I got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah but it, you know you. everything else that I'm doing, you know that's that, that's where you know, hey, I'm acting, you know. Mm -hmm. But when I do a western, that's me. You know, <laughs> to the core, to the core. Like I said, as a Texas guy, Reginald T. Dorsey is our guest on the New Truth. Before I let you go, you know, I gotta ask you about social media, and you know, you're you're. You're you're what I call and not just an OG as far as in acting and everything else, but you've seen so many generations kind of you know of, of different things come on, not just in acting and television. You know, I don't want to talk about reality shows because you know my whole thing on that is not good <laughs> at all. So let let's let's put that in the trash like it where it belongs. But my question is, from seeing all the stuff that you've seen from TV to movies and all that stuff. How do you feel about this social media age? Because, you know, we cross paths on Facebook, so, right. you know, shout out to Facebook. <laughs> shout exactly. out to Facebook, you know, right? Uh, hey, man, I'm, I'm still learning it, you know, but, 
you know, for the most part, I think it's a great tool, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's a, it's a great tool to promote, uh, you know, whatever your, your, your passions are. Um, it's a great way to, to meet new and exciting people, you know, but there's sometimes you got to screen it too, you know. And, and, <laughs> Amen and, to and, that. And, and there's some times when, you know, uh, you can't put all your business out there, you know. That's right. So I, I think if people could learn to filter, you know, their emotions a little bit more, then, uh, you know, they'd probably be a lot more productive, you know. But uh, I'm not trying to hear about, you know, the fight that you had with your boyfriend <laughs> and now you're sharing it with the world and nobody knows you, you know. Preach. And, and, then, and then you open yourself up for everybody else to comment on how stupid you are for, for being with him. And then, and then you turn around and get mad because people commented on them, on, on the situation, and they don't even know you. <laughs> so, so that, that, I could use a little bit less of that, but, uh, you know, in, in terms of, of, of reaching a broad audience, you know, as a, as a filmmaker and as an actor, um, I think it's a great tool. And, uh, you know, and, and in terms of making connections and, and, and building relationships, mm -hmm. um, you know, like you said, the way you reached out to me, you know, um, and, and I'm just really, you know, thankful for my audience, you know, that have gravitated to, to the social networks that I'm on and who continue to reach out to me. And, you know, the, the irony of it is, is that, you know, I get a lot of compliments based on the fact that, I'm one of only a few actors that actually get back to folks, you know, you which, is, which is which is a, a surprise to me because I'm thinking, you know, it's not like you you got my email address or my phone number, so you know, mm -hmm. why can't I say hello or thank you, you know, if you give me That's a right. compliment? That's right. Yeah. See, so pre preaching to that choir, man. He's on he's on Facebook. He he will only let real ones in. So if you go to facebook.com backslash Reginald dot T. Dot Dorsey, um, you know, he'll probably pre-screen you first before he lets you in. <laughs> well, hey, 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 uh, Brandon, I got a fan page, so, you know, that's that's pretty open to just about anybody. So There you, you go. Know, if, there, if you're interested, holler at me, and, uh, right. you know, as long as you're respectful, I'll holler back. There you go. And 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 we got to make sure we let the people know, too, he has Twitter. Go to Reginald T. Dorsey on Twitter. He's there. And, and I need followers on there because uh, I'm still trying to figure Twitter out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, got, it, it, uh, if I'm at Roscoe's, I'm not trying to tell everybody I'm at Roscoe's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I'm still, maybe you could help me understand that. I don't want everybody to know where I am. That's <laughs> right. Even moment, you know? That's right. Come on, man. You know I got your back. It's the least, it's the least. As much work as you put in, I always feel like not just doing radio and having you on and stuff like that, man. Like, you know, hey, I'll help you out with Twitter. We'll work it out, man. So it's not, that's nothing. We'll, well, we'll definitely we'll definitely. Get. Please do. Please do. Come on, man. Know, I, but, I'll, I'll be your sidekick, man. It's not a problem. It's not that'll a problem. Work. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, hey, bro, one hand washes the other. You, know? you got that right. You got that yeah. right, man. I'm I'm here to I'm here to support and and, and closing, man. I wanna I wanna make sure that you know on behalf of the staff and I know Gab's you know Gab's handling things on on his end and 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 behalf of the staff at Next Legacy Radio. We thank you not just for calling in and hanging out with us and letting your fan base and your new fan base know what's going on with you, but 
you know, thank you for all the work that you've done, man. Like I said, I've called off so many different shows and movies and everything. And, and to me, it's only, it's only fair that, you know, growing up with you, and if, I'm a, if I have an opportunity to be able to do something to express my gratitude, I mean, this is really nothing, man. If, if you want me to wash your car, I'll do that. Wax it too. I'll do that. Hey, hey, man! I just want to tell you, you know, uh, love back to you. You know, love back to you tenfold. Um, I'm humbled. You know what I mean? And um, you know what I do, man, is 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 a job. You know, I happen to get a little bit of exposure for it. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, I found my voice a long time ago. You know, as a young artist coming up in the game. And uh, I just wanted to be that cat, you know, that when I got an opportunity, I could make a positive difference, you know. Absolutely, and I'm you have, out, and you have, not just to me and Gab, like I said, but to all the people worldwide listening, and, you know, shout out to a, to, to a guy that I know that's checking you out, too, that I definitely want to pair you guys up, Mr. Uh, Michael T. Williamson, you know, of course, actor, Bubba Gump, Forrest Gump, um, so that's my you know, point. He, you know, yeah, me and yeah, Michael, yeah. Me and Michael T. We worked together on the Buffalo Soldiers. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, you know we just look. look. Go I, ahead. I did stunts on the Buffalo Soldiers. Okay. Yeah, that was you, huh? That's that was you. me. You know, <laughs> look. I should have had a lead part in it, but that's a whole other story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there, up. you know, coming off the back of horses and stuff and ride for people that never seen a horse, <laughs> you know, and they got leading roles in the film, but, but again, that's a whole other story for another day. I ain't mad at nobody, you know, my, Michael T was one of the ones who could ride, you know. There you go. But, there you, but go. you know, Hollywood does still have its politics, and, and that's Absolutely. why I became a filmmaker, you know. There you go. There you so go. That I, I could, so that I can make sure that the people who were deserving of an opportunity actually got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to pair uh, you guys up again because I definitely want to see you guys do, you know, bigger-than-life things and, and, and just, you know, with any and everything. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a major supporter, um, and I'm going to keep supporting. So, you know, I'm and, and like like you said, as far as, you know, I mean, I, I do enough homework on you, man, from the, from the moment you uh, started acting, bro. So, you know, it's not a problem for me. To, I've caught everything that you saw. Seriously, you know, as a supporter. So trust me, there's a lot of us out there that definitely appreciate your acting talent, and we want to continue to see you do a lot more, man. So, man, I appreciate you tuning in, and and don't be a stranger, man. Come back and uh, you know, hang out with me and 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 the listeners anytime. And then you know, when you do come back next time, we take some phone calls and let 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 the let the callers call in and hang out, right? I would love to. Let's do it. Appreciate it. I would love to. You know. And, and in spite of what Hollywood says in terms of me uh, not having an audience or, you know, uh, a broad enough name around the world, blah, 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 there's people like you that make my day. Thank you. Hey, hey, you know what? Hey, trust me, man. You, 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 you didn't make my decade, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> man, well, thank, thank, you thanks God, for the Brandon. blessing, man. Much love, you know, shout out to your team and, and, and shout out to you, man. And I, I, I want to, you know, any anytime you got something on the horizon that's that's about to uh, go down, definitely make sure you keep tabs and uh, let me know what's going on so I can definitely go support it. Absolutely. And much love to your audience, too. You know, Appreciate thank it. Thank them. Thank them on my right. behalf. You got it, man. They, they, they listening to you worldwide right now. We got you. 
We got All right, you. peace and love, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> That's my man, Mr. Dorsey. Reginald T. Dorsey is our guest, man. Blessings to you, man. We'll we'll be at you. Thank you. And pump uh pump that Facebook page and that Twitter page, bro. All day long. All day long. All right. All right. You got Appreciate it. you. Much God love. Bless. Peace. Next legacy.